Hello, welcome to episode two of the Top Four podcast with myself, Prendy, aka Tez, aka James, if you're my mum or dad. And uh, <laughs> as usual, I'm joined by three lovely lads, and we're going to talk about a lot of football issues over the next hour or so. So, a quick roundup if you haven't tuned into the first episode. Uh, we've got Tony, uh, also known as Nathan, Liverpool fan in the building. Uh, we've Go also on, got uh, Jack, uh, also uh, known as Yoki, MVP of the Pro Clubs team. I'm not going to get some stick for saying <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. it. He um, said it. Uh, he he was wearing the same football top as Pash, so I let him borrow my Ajax top for this week. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, he borrowed that off you this week, did he? Yeah. <laughs> Stayed over his house last night, didn't he? That, that's why he's a little bit baggy on him. Um, and then, yeah, a bit. then we've got the TikTok champion, Pasha oh, Prowski. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Don Pablo. Uh, so yeah, I will get straight into it, lads. Um, first episode went well. It was going to be a pilot. We... Uh, but we were very happy where we put it out. So thank you to everyone listening to it and uh, looking forward to keep it moving. So um, a lot of football on at the moment. Um, been a little break for the Premier League, but this week we've got a host of midweek games. And uh, yeah, let's just talk about a lot. It feels like there's a lot of different storylines, say storylines like it's WWE, but there's lots of different things going on now in the Premier League, both ends of the table and in the middle of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think the first game we've got to talk about um, with the games, I think, would be to talk about the Spurs-Liverpool game. If we want to get into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mentioned to WWE, good. I would actually love to see Mourinho and, and Klopp have it out. Like, I, I, think, I, I think Klopp takes him every time. Him up. Yeah. Klopp think... would slap him up. But Jose... Jose seems like he'd always have two like managers with him on the side of the ring, though. If he was like, a Paul, Be- like Paul Bearer, like Paul Bearer, yeah. yeah. Like, um, <laughs> Jose's the type of guy to be pissing with blood, but still laughing in your face, though. I reckon. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, big game considering. Well, we may as well mention it now the the result Liverpool just had last week. Ooh. Straight in, I think there it puts that. even more pressure on it. Um, you know, it's a big game, and obviously it's a way for Liverpool as well, which I don't know how it's going to impact them, but it's a good time to play Liverpool, I think, at the moment, so it's a Stink. massive game. Stinks yeah. of a 1-0 Jose, it does. Absolutely think... stinks of a game. One goal, park a bus, Jose masterclass, wicked. Yeah, just... they're going to sit right back in these spurs, I think. I just want to be sat here on the next episode and uh, be smug thinking about Tottenham winning the league. That's all I'm thinking about. Uh, <laughs> if that's going to happen, they can't lose this game, that's for sure. Well, um, with Liverpool's, Liverpool's um, like lack of goals lately, and Jose, he is, even if he's at home, he's going to park the bus, isn't he? He's going to park the bus and hopefully he get a few chances. A bit like what he, does, uh, he did at Anfield, but I fancy Kane or Son to actually take their chances this time. Yeah, for sure. I think because Jota hasn't returned yet either, I think it goes even more in Spurs' favour because I think he's the only one that could really pose a threat against the Spurs' defence. At the moment, anyway, Mane's, Mane and Salah are both misfiring. They're not really anywhere to be seen at the moment. So it's going to be a real tough game for Liverpool to really break down that Jose defence, I think, especially mm. at uh, Tottenham Stadium. So. I don't know, man. Yeah, I can see. I can see it. even Spurs winning two 0 if if they play it if they play their cards right. Yeah, but like, you got to look at it. Spurs have been a bit shaky as well in defence this season. Like we the other day, obviously it was one nil loss to Burnley uh, just because of a penalty. Don't don't laugh, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till Man United. When, when was that? Again. 
what what day are we on? Oh, lockdowns is making all the days blend. Was it on Thursday, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Thursday yeah, night. Thursday night. Um, bit miserable, but at the end of the day, it's just going through like a bit of bad form at the moment. I think I think it's going to pick back up again. I mean, loads of teams go for it. At the end of the day, they've won five trophies in like the sort of last two three years. The, they're all fucking shagged out. Let's be fair, the players. They've been absolutely smashing it now for the last couple of seasons. And it's probably just the straws are breaking the camel's back, which is why they're not performing at the moment. And they've had a couple of bad losses on a row, so their confidence is going to be knocked, uh, as I mentioned last week. And yeah, I think they just got to get back to, it's easier said than done, like, but they just need to get back to winning ways. And if they could beat a team like, well, I think today is the biggest thing. Obviously, we've got FA Cup, Man United. If we can try and bounce back and get a good win year today, it's definitely going to set us up to beat Spurs this week as well then I think that's the only way we can do it is if we if we win today we'll definitely win at Spurs I reckon it'll definitely be a nice little confidence boost for you boys if, if you do get the result today obviously I'm hoping you don't um, <laughs> but in terms of the game that we had last week against each other I don't think it's anywhere near that level of seriousness no uh, you no. know there's not that much really you know it's FA Cup who cares I don't um, but do you, if, it do you think... if, it, if it was Carabao, I'd agree with you. But the FA Cup, I mean, is it the oldest like football competition in the? I'd like to win, obviously, but I, I think three league if points you, are more you important. That, you'd be than fucking... that at the moment. You'd it's be one of them. The streets, it's one like, of them. FA Cup 2021. Shut If you win, if you win, you're like, yeah, come on, you've smashed it. A huge game. If you lose, you go. FA Cup in it. Rest yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'll be saying anyway if Liverpool lose today. <laughs> Nate, do you think as a team though you are missing Jota? I, I said it last week. Um, I think we I think we are missing Jota at the moment uh, in front. Like I said, he, he came to the team. He just smashed it straight away, didn't he? Like He fitted in really well and that's where all the goals come from. Since he's been injured, we've just dropped off a bit. I don't think goals. anyone expected him to have the impact that oh, no, I didn't, originally... You know, you've got expected. You've got Matip back though, haven't you, for Spurs? But then again, defence hasn't really been your problem. Yeah, we've that's maybe been pretty good the other day. It was, we only lost a bit because it was a penalty. It obviously was a clear penalty. Alisson dived out and caught his foot. And, you know, play, like, Ashley Barnes is going to be looking for something like that, isn't he? Do you mean? Yeah. I, I think it is a massive game though. If Spurs get the result, then they bunny hop you as well and you drop down into fifth. There'll be two points clear of you. So. Especially at this point in the season, that's that's a big point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but if you if you if lose, we'd still be above. We'd still be above Chelsea, though, wouldn't we? That's all right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to mention Chelsea. That well, I, th- I, yeah, think they, we'll, I thought that was a good like pivot move into the next uh, conversation. But yeah, we'll see I mean, that to the, the end. You guys lead the way. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What's we your can... prediction? What's your prediction, Dave, for the Spurs game? Uh, Spurs. Um, yeah. I don't know. See, like my full confidence is with them that they can bounce back. So I'd like to think that they get a few goals again, but I'd want to eat my words and just put out like I don't know in my head. I'd love to see like a free one or something like that. <clears> I mean, a couple of goals, a like, nice bounce back in the Premier League, be a top, uh, you know, top six team or top four team rather. Could those. be a good game to get you back back into the back into the swing of things, couldn't it? Oh, 100%, yeah. If we get, look, we've got a couple of tough games coming up in the next few weeks now, and uh, if we can start off with this, and fucking brilliant. Do you mean? And it, the, the confidence being sky high, then they know that they can still beat these like top four teams and top six yeah. teams. And well, so. fair, you haven't struggled against the top six. It's been the West Broms, um, the low yeah. end, that, with a low block, that you've just run out of ideas. You're just trying to whip crosses in and hope people are there. 
the top, you've had quite, you've beat Chelsea, you beat Spurs, I think you beat Arsenal as well, drew with Man City, you've done all right against the, the higher yeah, we have, it's weird. We, we've, we do that, like it was a few seasons ago, probably before Klopp was even in as well, we used to just gift like teams who were like in relegation, so we'd fucking lose to them, but we'd smash every other team like in like the top mm-hmm. 10 sort of space. And then, I don't know, yeah, we just like, as if concentration just switches off, we just let them win, like 1-0, and just we gift three points out to people like fucking, you know, Burnley. <laughs> um, I think it's one of those games where if Tottenham win, I think that people are panicking a little bit at Liverpool, but not properly. Mm. I think if they were to lose this game, I think there'll be not a panic with, I think we get, well, Jamie Carragher said they could start panicking about whether they're going to get top four. Um, yeah. But then again, I think I if Liverpool win this, you'd think, okay, you think they could might turn a corner and go on a run, and that's uh, how compressed the season. That's, that's exactly what we need. What one 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 win there? People over exaggerate. You lose one game, people are like, oh, they might not get top four. You win one big game, it's like they're title contenders. And I think it's going to be flip flopping about quite a lot for the next yeah, couple definitely. of months. Definitely, definitely, because especially when you look at like teams like Leicester, who who've always, who've been good for you know two seasons now, but you wouldn't necessarily put them in top four at the beginning of the season. They go on a mad run and then they go and like, then, you know, they've lost to like Fulham this year and um, other teams that maybe they should have beaten. So it's, it's just one of those seasons. Leicester got Everton midweek mm. as well, haven't they? Yeah. Last, Le- see, they're game. doing pretty well as well. Everton can get themselves back and they're two games in hand and it go, I think, I think they're on 32 points at the moment. Uh, I we're see on. that. 34, is it? I think. Yeah. I, I see that. Everton. So yeah, do we think they can go up to like in, Second place or third place? I, I think they went two games I think Everton's the type of game that Leicester will lose. They'll smash some teams, and then it's the type of game they'll lose like one nil or two one, and just like not shot. Vardy's out injured. I think he's having like a yeah, but I'm, I'm, uh, Everton, are, Everton like are out players though, aren't they? Have they not got yeah, Richardson? Calvin Lewin still won't be playing. Is, is Richardson injured? I as well, he's back now. I think uh, he's back. Yeah, I think yeah, Calvin Lewin's got a hamstring back. issue though. Yeah. So he won't be playing. So, so both their main strikers out. It could be. Could no, be no. A, I still, no, I still reckon Leicester are going to win that. I can't I, see I, them I, losing or drawing to Everton, especially the with their recent performances. They got Madison firing. They got Harvey Barnes firing. Jamie Vardy's yeah. gone quiet recently, but but they're still scoring goals. But yeah. they're still scoring. Like I think Brendan Rodgers is being really underappreciated in terms of the work that he's done at Leicester. And you know, there's rumours of him looking for a bigger club to manage, which I wouldn't blame him. But the job that he's doing at Leicester, without all of the, you know, he hasn't really been signing big money players he's just yeah he's been doing style of management and they're so good to watch as well especially when those yeah. their midfielders and even when Jamie Vardy's quiet you know t- like I said Harvey Barnes Tierman's and yeah. James Madison's comes really back into form I can't I, I see them beating Everton they, they play so much nicer football than United I watch them and I'm, I can see patterns of play with United it, it seems a bit off the cuff a lot of the time like moments of magic from individual players their team they got nice patterns of play and I think Rogers probably a top top four manager. Definitely. Uh, in the league. Yeah. Really? At yeah, the moment, wise, he's probably like top top two or three. But... I think um I think obviously Klopp's coming in and done an amazing job at Liverpool, and there's no doubt Klopp's a better manager than did has been a better Liverpool manager than uh yeah, Rogers. Yeah. But Rogers. He came closer to Rogers, to be fair. Like you can probably support this name. You weren't anywhere near a title run for maybe I don't know, five, six seasons, and then Rogers gave you that, I think maybe gave a little bit more hope into the team and mm. Liverpool fans. And I know yeah. Klopp signed a lot of players, but I think, 
you know, you you had you know dispose of Hodgson. Dalglish didn't go well. Dalglish, yeah, he um, came back. And then saw Rogers come in and you know really put some belief in. Um, and, and he's reinventing himself, hasn't he? We, he? Obviously, didn't get the title for Liverpool. He's gone away up to Scotland. He sort of put the graft in, and now he's you know back Just in to, there. We... It'd be a hell of a story if he ends up winning the league with Leicester when he couldn't do it with Liverpool. Yeah. Um, and I think that'd be you know, interesting. Yeah. The majority, if if it, I think you know, if we had to pick a team out of anyone in the top eight. Um, and it wasn't our own teams, i.e. you guys picking United or Liverpool, we'd prob- you you'd probably say Leicester is the second team to win it. So Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't be against them winning it. You know, I'd, I'd, it would I, yeah. I'd personally kind of like to see that, them winning it again. But with Everton's recent run of form as well, you know, they got their edge win over a very poor Wolves side mm. at the moment. They lost 1-0 to West Ham, start of the month. And against this Leicester side, they're too strong at the moment, I think. I'd be very surprised if Leicester don't Come away with three points. I, I fancy yeah, Leicester to win that as well. I think, yeah. I think it's going to be upset Everton. I reckon one goal That's in it. Nah. No, no Vardy. I think, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I think if you asked said at the beginning of the season, I said, oh yeah, there's no Vardy. But um, with, with Madison and Harvey Barnes, I think Leicester have shown that, because Vardy's been playing, but not. I don't think he's scored for at least a couple of games now. Uh, I think they've shown that they've still got goals in other players. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've just talked about Wolves briefly then, um, having a bit, they've been very, basically since they lost their main striker, yeah. they've been very sort of... Different team. Yeah, different, it's a massive dip in form yeah. as well for them, isn't it? They, they would play pretty well at the beginning of the season. I think uh, there's a lot of pressure on, that, on their off. youngster, the, the Fabio Silva, I think. Yeah. Um, Nunes like, signed him expecting just to kind of gradually bring him into the team over the next two seasons, you know, give him a couple of cup games here and there. But obviously since Jimenez has been injured, I think he's he's been forced to play him. It's and he's just not, not at that level yet. He doesn't look it's strong just... enough to me um, as a player. He's only um, 18, um, yeah. it is a he's 18 cup, years old. Um, I think Neto is probably the best player at the moment without without Jimenez. But I, again, I just don't think the team around Trail him is, is good enough. Traore has been pretty quiet this season. Yeah, he's... he had he had a really good last season, and you know he's linked to quite a lot of big clubs in the Prem. And I don't, I don't know what's happened again. I think it's I think it's a bit up in the air with his contract or if he's going to go or not, isn't it? I think he's a bit in limbo. And when that he's increasing his arms like <laughs> yeah, he kills all day. Somebody um, actually gets someone to put baby oil on his arms. Yeah, he loves it though. It's always a woman. Whenever he's picking up, it's always a woman like... greasing him up. <laughs> Grease me up, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're definitely a team who will be going through a transition probably at the end of this season now. Um, You'd think that the way Charlie's played this season um, and the unrest, he will probably go um, potentially yeah. at the end of the year. I don't think he's going to go to a big club that he could have had um, now, but I still think he'll go to a top six European club. Um, It'd be a lot lower fee as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. They won't get nowhere near as much money for him. And I think yeah. um, the I think you've got like Moutinho, who's like sort of on the way out. He's very old. I think he's, good. Uh, he's class, but obviously I think he's yeah. 35 now. I think... Um, is he that old, is he? I think yeah. you might see a bit of a transition with the Wolves team. I think it's maybe just gone a little bit stale. Like, it you know, Jota, so well. Jota going to Liverpool, being their best, one of their best players this year and giving them that injection at the beginning, it's almost like Wolves haven't had that player um, to yeah. sort of reinvigorate the team. And they lost, the, was it the right back, uh, Doherty? Yeah, he went to Spurs. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, and I, I think, think Rui Patricio, the, the, the keeper, just hasn't really been as good as he 
should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously Nuno signed Nelson Semedo as well from Barcelona, and I think he's done more bad than good for him at the moment. He's given away, you know, penalties in last minutes. I remember he's just throwing away games, and I'm sure another that Nelson Semedo will eventually settle in the team, but you know he's he's full back and he's been playing on the right wing behind Traore, but. Yeah, it's just like you mentioned, it's a big transition period for him. And I think the summer is very important for Wolves in terms of. I think it'd be interesting in. to see if the manager stays as well. Um, yeah. Just because he was, he's been sought after. I know he's linked with the Arsenal job when they got Arteta. Mm. Um, and even though they've had the season this year, I think he still would be wanted by a lot of top clubs. So it'd be interesting Ooh. to see if he wants to stay and sort of make the changes for the transition or whether he might end up. Um, moving at some it's quite, point. He's quite hard to read, isn't he? He's so calm, with, like winning, losing. Mm. He's just sound. He's always quite level-headed. So it would be interesting. They got Wolves. Any, uh, they got Chelsea anyway midweek, haven't they? They, they should win now. Let's be fair at the moment. All right, and they got they got all uh, the chemistry to upset Chelsea again. Chelsea are just full of upsets recently. To them, Chelsea, obviously. Chelsea at home. Yeah, I know. They love losing at home as well. Yeah, if there was a team you wanted to play, um, a top half team anyway that you wanted to play right now and you're in the low, it would probably be Chelsea. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that one goes. Another team that, well, they've tried to go through a transition and it's not really happened um, no. with everything that's gone on. Um, obviously, beat Luton. They're, they're beating ninth, Luton. Currently ninth, two points ahead of Arsenal. And Arsenal was supposedly... Relegation battle at the start of the season, weren't they? What, they, they had a were. shock at the start with, but uh, they've they've pulled it back quite nice as well, now, haven't they? Really, they've gone on a good a bit of good form recently, a few uh, wins. Be, yeah, beat a couple of smaller teams, but Chelsea. There's that's what, what they need doing. It's what do you think's wrong at Chelsea? Do you think it's manager? Do you think it's players? I think um, well, what a big thing was at the beginning. They bought so many new players in summer. They just jammed them all straight into the first team and they've not had time to build up chemistry. Whereas like most people who will do transfers in somewhere, you'll have like maybe three, four transfers. And you'll integrate them into the team slowly. Whereas like yeah. Frank just seemed to just absolutely slam these players in. And yeah, it just seems like it's not gone well. They looked okay at the beginning. Um, but again, they just dropped off. Like they looked, they looked like title contenders right at the beginning. They had a bit of good form. And then again, I think it just none of it gels. I think that's what's going wrong. Obviously, okay. Kepa didn't help, but they've, brought in Mendy now you know and it's the same situation really they're not performing I think they played with so much freedom last year because there wasn't any pressure on them and uh, they had yeah. a lot of the players coming through um, Mount, academy players and, yeah. you know players who've been out on loan coming in um, I don't think look we've seen I don't I can't I'm think, trying to think now I don't know when a team has bought so many players in the summer mm. like has it actually paid off you look like mm. remember when Tottenham bought like eight players with the bail money and some of, them ended up, some of them ended up being good, but um, sorry, what did you, who did you say? Aston Villa had quite a few players last year, and they almost got relegated. Yeah, back yeah, down. yeah. And now now, you're, now you're seeing it pay off. Um, I don't think any any big manager. If you said, oh, "Do you want five new players?" I don't think anyone would take it because, yeah, it's, like you said, no way you can sort of slowly ease them in. Uh, but, and because he spent so much money, I think Frank feels like he has to play them over the you know the younger players they were playing last season, and. It's just not working at all, is it? Yeah, I think it's a balance. Like you, these players came in with such high expectancy on on their oh, performance, right. and I think it's partially down to their performance as well. Like Werner has been shocking. Like 
yeah, he's done. He did great at Leipzig. He had like seventy-four goals and like one hundred and thirty <laughs> games or something. But I think the Premier League is by far the hardest league to settle into if you're coming from, especially mainland Europe, because you know in, in the other leagues you've got three or four teams that you know will really battle for the title. But the Premier League is so up and down and like there's so many upsets that it's just so hard to settle into but like Nate said there's just no chemistry and it doesn't help when players like Timo Werner who you, you would say is the biggest signing of them all just yeah. has a shocking performance almost he, every game he's, he's their top goal scorer though and that's, that's what strains as well <laughs> but, he's their top goal scorer how many has he scored? he's only scored it, like uh, four though because I think Giroud has got to be close to him and in minimal time Giroud yeah, has yeah. to be has to yeah. be their top scorer at the moment um, but that's that's I, another point I had was that it didn't seem to me that Chelsea needed to make all the signings. Pulisic no, just was yeah. playing well. They got Giroud, Tammy Abraham. Yeah, they got rid of you know Willian and uh, some other players retired. But it it didn't feel as though they needed to sign a handful of players, but nowhere near the amount that they actually did. Yeah, Kepa was a problem. He needed replacement. The man, but the amount of money they must have lost. I think Ziyech was was probably. For me, the player that I probably would have signed out of all three of yeah, them. Cheap as well, yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good bit of business. Yeah. But Havertz and Werner, I just think that it was a, it was a hype signing. They yeah, just don't look like a team right now, do they? They don't look like a team. They don't really know like which runs each player is going to make. It just looks a bit like... I think they, they're starting 11 changes every every weekend. Yeah. I think they just got to play Giroud for the middle. He's the one who's going to get Frank goals, and I think he's the one who's going to save Frank's job. Um, like having to win it, it usually takes a season for like German or play, uh, you know, European players to sort of ease into the Premier League. But yeah, I think stick to what you know. What was working last season with Frank? Well, Werner's even come out and said that he didn't expect the Prem to be as hard as it is. He said he's a lot more physical than what he was in the German league. So he said he that after the lot... first game, didn't he? He said <laughs> yeah, he knows his defenders so tall. I think they brighter. Like... What was you fucking expecting? Like, have you never watched a game on? <laughs> you know, like they play them. Do you mean they play them in the Champions League and things like that? English teams. But um, I suppose when you're playing like the the sort of bottom ten teams, they are a lot more physical because sometimes they don't rely on the pace and the skill as yeah. the teams that are out up to the top. Um, so obviously they're jostling quite a bit more for the ball, chucking you about a bit as well. It's, if you're like a small striker, just fucking throw you about now if you're going to get into the box. Yeah, like Ben Chilwell's arguably done well, I think, compared to the rest the of their signings. The only signing yeah. you could say. Is I, think so. I, I think Thiago Silva hasn't done that badly as well. Like, yeah, shocker for a first game, though, didn't he? Shocker for a first game, but I think he's living up to what is expected of him. Yeah, the captain, well, like. 35, 36, and you, when they signed him, I was thinking that's a bad move. You know, yeah. he's not going to be able to live with the pace, but he started off well. And I, I don't know, I don't think he's playing that bad now. I think it's just the whole team. So he mm. looks a lot worse. I now. think he's just bringing that experience to, to the squad, though. Like he, you know, he's not going to be there for very long, but I think him and Chell were arguably the, the best two signings out of the, all the business that they did last. Obviously, Ziek was unfortunate with the injury that he had. He couldn't really have time to settle in properly. And now he's kind of starting all over again. But as well as down to the players, I think the appointment of Lampard was too early for the club because mm-hmm. you know, think, before um, Andy was at Derby, didn't get him promoted or anything. He's didn't got well. a record, is he? You know, people say that about Oli, that he hasn't got any record. Well, Lampard hasn't either. So why does that yeah. make that signing okay? Because he's a club legend and so is so is Oli. So they're very similar appointments in that sense. I, I think um, obviously they wanted a manager that 
would be willing to come in and not have the money. So they need they couldn't go for I think a top tier manager because they wouldn't have wanted to, the job um, to go into a club without spending money. Um, and they sort of thought, well, we can get. We know that Frank will want it because he's so early in his managerial career. But it's always the risk when you with how many man, how many legends of football clubs have taken over as manager and not done well. Yeah. It's good you know, players. Good players don't always make good managers. And it, it, you know, Frank exactly. still still yeah. left to be still left to see. But yeah, do you think um at what percentage do you really think is sort of Frank and then the players because both of them have got to take some type of ownage of the the poor form. I think they've um, two wins in the last six games in the Premier League. Yeah, I reckon it's almost half and half, I think. I think it's just a bad combination of time. It was too much too soon, I think, for the club. Too much happened too too yeah. quickly. And but I think it's a, I think it's, that's more it's not no more Lampard's fault for the transfers. It, it could be it could be the board though, can they push in Frank to get these see what players do you want? Get a few new players in, get rid of Deadwood that they thought they had and it, um, you don't really know you don't know what goes on behind closed doors really at the end of the day, do you? Was it Frank pushing for it, or was it like everyone else saying, "Oh, you should get these players in and influencing Frank to get them in"? On paper, they all look like good signings. So everyone would have taken them at the start of the season, isn't it? Oh, definitely. I I can't figure really figure out what's happened to Pulisic. Like last season, I was as a United fan, I was so worried. I was like, he looked he looked like what Hazard was doing a couple of years ago. The runs he was making, the creativity, the goals as well. And is it just? Is it just bad form? It kind of just moment? died, didn't it? Like it's completely gone. I. I don't even notice him in games anymore. But last season, he was literally running things like yeah. Hazard was doing for a good couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's just because the whole team is just flaccid at the moment. <laughs> Best way to describe it, really. Yeah. So in, in regards <laughs> with regards to the game, uh, the Wolves-Chelsea uh, game, how do we all see that going? Um, I'm going to... I'll go. I, re- I think that will finish... Um, I think that's got a draw written all over it. Yeah, and I think that I a draw might be the final nail in the coffin. I think that whatever happens this weekend with the FA Cup has no bearing on what happens. Mm. Um, and I think if they don't, I think the next time they don't win, unless it's unless they go on a win, like five or six games and a little pressure comes off, I think um, they've got probably Tuchel. Uh, I've probably murdered that name. but the, uh, Tuchel, yeah. And uh, I think him or... Allegri will be like I think they'll ha- New Chelsea always have a manager already lined up yeah um, I think uh, I'm, kind of, I'm the butcher name as well uh, Nagelsmann the German uh, RB, RB Leipzig uh, manager Leipzig, yeah. he's, I think he's he's because he's German um, you know he's, he's been with Werner before as well but what does he would he leave would he leave RB Leipzig in the form that they're in Champions League Chelsea is, Chelsea is so much yeah. it's a lot you know the manager step up jo- uh, in that job going to Chelsea's I don't think you know, he'll go in the middle of one. the season no not in the middle of the season no I think um, but the reason why I say obviously the other two is because they're out of, out of work so I think it's likely that they could do like you know Chelsea have done it maybe three or four times in the last 10-15 years when they get like a, a standby manager the Di Matteo Adam Grant because hooding twice so they could do something similar again, get someone like that in just to see out the season, win a cup. And then um, the manager that you said that I'm not going to butcher his name might take over. But, do you know he's, he's younger than Ronaldo? That's yeah. mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's 33, isn't he? I think. 33, yeah. That's crazy, yeah. isn't it? 
And but he's he's done a good job there. I mean, he's done wonders over at Leipzig. Good bit of business, you know. Like that's I mean, he's their top four team now. And like, I mean, you got a lot of money behind him. Oh not yeah, the, it's not quite the fairy tale story that they want you to believe. But yeah, they did. No, 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 no well. chance. Yeah, in yeah. terms of Chelsea Wolves, I think I think it'll be a draw as well. Wolves toughless up front. Chelsea struggling just all areas. I think draw is a good shout. To be fair. Yeah, I think it's going to be either a nil-nil or Chelsea might pip it one-nil because That's we're found it really hard to score as well. Like I said, Fabio Silva is really struggling on his own up top. Um, another problem with Chelsea, I think, is that even their veteran players aren't really pulling their weight either, like Kante especially. Don't mm-hmm. know what's happened to him, um, yeah. but he's not the same player as he was even last year, two years ago. So I think I think it's either going to be nil-nil or Chelsea will pip it one-nil. I'm thinking uh, one nil as well, something like that. Like if I was going to bet on it, I'd probably go Chelsea. Which you probably will. Yeah, I probably will. (laughs) (laughs) And lose more fucking money. (laughs) Lovely, (laughs) but that's the fun of it. When we speak about Chelsea, obviously with the pressure Lampard, it's a lot of rumours flying around as well about like Brendan Rodgers going there. Like, see, doing that. Brendan Rodgers did leave Celtic halfway through a season. (laughs) Go to Leicester. You'd fucking do it again, let's be fair. Absolute snake. <laughs> I think it'd be a bad time for him to leave Leicester at the moment, though. He yeah. left his, oh, he left exactly. They're, pu- they're pushing. They're, yeah, they're pushing. It the is, Sorry. It is a bigger step up. <laughs> I know he left his. Um, I know once he got the Liverpool job, he left his missus. Um, you got this start shagging Scouse birds, like. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so loyalty is not. Nah, I'm missing. I like Brendan Rodgers. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a good manager. In case he listens, I'm not. I don't want to say anything bad about him. <laughs> <laughs> in case he listens, Brendan, <laughs> hey, what's happening? Was Brent, that quick shout out to Brendan. <laughs> I, I think the less if he left Leicester to go to Chelsea, it, it was, would be a step up. But you'd be an idiot, you know. You, the thing, the things he's got going on at Leicester. Um, he's got a great squad, you know, not that much pressure, but he's still up there. He could still maybe win the league. Chelsea, instant pressure. Bramovich is ruthless. He's breathing down your neck after uh, one loss. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I with can't that, leave I'm not trying to, I would say that with that, he's, I think he's got one big, at least only one English big club move left in him, Rogers, potentially other European club moves. But, and I don't think Chelsea needs to be that one because once, if he goes, He's got his security at Leicester. There's other Premier League yeah. big clubs that if he went to, they would g- probably give him at least two seasons to, to try and do something. With Chelsea, he could lose four games in a row and he'd be gone. And then if yeah. he doesn't do well with how it went at Liverpool in the end, and if he doesn't do well at Chelsea, it would just be, you know what I mean? He'd never get near a top club again. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Chelsea for Brendan. If it was like a new manager on the up, you can sort of recover like Rodgers has after Liverpool. But I don't yeah. think... But there is that link. Obviously, he's been with Chelsea before. So, you know... Yeah, I think uh, for me, I think Arsenal would be a great club for Rodgers, but I don't think, I don't think he should go there now. I think that they need to sort of as such. I think there's so much that needs to be done at Arsenal that Rodgers shouldn't be the one to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think Arteta is under more pressure than people think as well. Like mm. he's another one. I think that could definitely. Basically, obviously, they lost against Southampton yesterday in the FA Cup. They go again on Tuesday. Yeah. Again, at St. Mary's, I can see him losing again, mm. to be honest. Well, they, they beat us, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they could, yeah, well, they beat, beat us as well. <laughs> Southampton are a good team. Oh, sorry, Arsenal beat us as well. Oh, right. Yeah, Southampton are a good team. <laughs> they are a good side, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think Steve Bruce 
probably under the cotch as well. He's gone. Yeah, oh, Steve, Bruce, Steve Bruce. Yeah, if, if 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 I had the bet on manager to go he's, next, I'd think it's going to be Steve Bruce. This this game against Leeds is a big one. Um, he's, he's he's lost the fans already. They've already been outing on uh, social media and that. Like, well, that that yeah. happened when he got appointed. I mean, um, yeah. the yeah, fans. No, yeah, he wasn't really a fan favorite from the beginning, was he? I mean, it's all done to Mike Ashley at the end of the day, isn't it? And Mike Ashley probably likes him because he's a bit of a yes man. He'll just do what he says. There's yeah. just been a, it's been a dark cloud around Newcastle since it the um, the takeover fell through. Um, yeah. Some dodgy stuff has happened, you know. Um, it seemed like the, the Premier League just didn't allow the takeover, and I think that's st- we're still going to hear some stuff about that. But it's just seeped and bled through into this season. And Steve Bruce is cherry on top, really, isn't he? I think there's, I think that takeover thing is still being decided in court. I think there's a chance that, that could be overturned by the High Court, and uh, obviously, Rafa leaving China, leaving his club in China this week has sort of spark the rumours that potentially the owners, the prospective owners, think they're going to win the court case and that they're going to get Rafa to come back. Which is obviously the main reason why Steve Bruce, uh, everyone, all the fans hate Steve Bruce is because everyone loved Rafa. Yeah. Um, And that was their replacement. Night and day day difference. Rafa's so organised and, you know, he left the team, you know, organised defence, you know, everyone, everyone knew what they were doing. Steve Bruce, it looks like that work that Rafa's put in just deteriorated over time now. And oh, go on, sorry. I was just saying, I think they're going to get absolutely pumped by Leeds midweek. Yeah, it's, I think the, so as well. It's the tough bit. Like, I think the last time they played, they lost 5 2 to Leeds back in December. <laughs> and I think Newcastle, yeah. the way they play and the way Leeds play, is just easy pickings for Leeds, I think. You'd think Leeds are not great defensively, but Newcastle looks so bad going forward that you just don't think, even with Callum Wilson, I feel almost sorry for him because yeah, he is good, a good it? player and he is he just doesn't have the service. Um, and even against that Leeds defence, it's just it's hard to imagine how they're going to break through. Um, yeah. They had the St. Maximum come back on yesterday though as well. He's back. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, like, yeah. I guess that brings a little bit of hope back to the fans. Like if he can start regularly again, I think... Callum Wilson might get more of that service that he needs. Yeah. But again, Max, that's that's all the pressure on his shoulders then, isn't it? I mean Max Minks sort of sucks players in, doesn't it? And creates more space for the other players. So that really might help Wilson um, get a bit of space in the box. But I, I think it's still too much for them. I think they will lose and I think um Steve Bruce will be sacked by the morning or even that or even after the game, depending how late the game is. Who do they get in to replace him? So you think you think yeah. Steve Bruce will get sacked this week? Yeah, I reckon they get. That's, that's I, I, reckon, I reckon I reckon Leeds might put four or five into them again. Yeah, I was thinking it could be a three or four nil. I don't think I don't think I personally think Steve Bruce stays the whole season. Um, I, I think I think he'll be get, they'll, they'll be relegated. They'll be I think, relegated. I think yeah, they'll, they'll probably will. I think I think they're not in the relegation right now, are they? I think as long as no. they don't drop into the relegation, he'll be kept. I think if they hover around sixteenth, seventeenth. I think, and they they look like they're not going to go down. I think they'll keep him and then replace him in the summer. Um, for what Leif was saying about being a yes man to Mike Ashley, I think like they're just happy to last, have him. Last six yeah. games, I think they got just one draw in the Premier. Uh, when we said, sorry, as you said, when you said hovering around about sixteenth, they bang on sixteenth yeah. at the moment. <laughs> they've lost four on the bounce. Nice. So they've they've also got issues, I think. Oh, mad issues. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what happens with them for sure. Like my last thing to do with the managers, I think David Moyes has gone really under the radar as well. I think he's done 
a quality job at West Ham. Amazing job. Um, yeah, mate, they're seventh place currently. Do you mean? They're, yeah, they're doing. They're, they're fun to watch as well at the moment. Like they're they're a good team to watch. They're for me. They're you know they're on the same point as Everton. Yeah, and I, I rate really Lanzini so high as well. He's such a baller. I don't think he gets enough game time though. Me yeah, neither. He's quite injury prone. He's quite injury yeah. prone. Um, Suchek has yeah. been quite good for them this oh, year. No. Uh, Bowen's been amazing. Um, they've just they like I think Antonio's only just come back, but then he's banned in back, straight back in it. Back to back goals now. I, I think definitely. Yeah, he's definitely just yeah. banned in the last Ogbonna two games. Bonner's been been great at the back. But they got two defenders as well. Um, Kufal uh, got 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 an assist as well as. Uh, a clean sheet. So, I always rated Felipe Anderson. I don't know if they loaned him out or sold him. I think he's in either Italian or Spanish league at the moment. But I always rated him. He was I such really a baller, him, and then and then he just disappeared. I think he's yeah. still there. I think he's just on. Is he not on the bench a lot? On, I think he's on loan somewhere. No, he's, he might, he's he might gone. Bring him back, or yeah, yeah, he's on loan to Porto. Okay. You're currently googling her because that's what I was doing. Because yeah. they've also got <laughs> another. Because that's the thing they got. Check. They got players that they played. They got um, Yarmolenko as well, who I think they would have paid a bit of money for. Um, but yeah. they got really, maybe... West Ham's always got quite a decent amount of money, and they spend quite a lot as well, especially for like a, a low, like a mid-table team. Um, but yeah, I, I think because because the league's so compressed at the top, these clubs they are doing well, but because the top clubs are not doing as good as usual, it does make them. It is making it look like they do have an even better season than they are, but it's still good, to be fair. Yeah, definitely. Because Villa, we're at Villa now, Villa are, I think, up to ninth, are they now? I think after the eighth, win. Yeah. They're eighth like now, but, like they, but they were like really high, weren't they? Hand. So they've sort of yeah. um, been more talked about, they're... definitely more than West Ham. I don't think anyone is actually talking much about West Ham at all. Um, yeah, everyone's they're going to be under the radar, aren't they? Exactly. And I think that will suit them um, just fine. They're definitely not in the same position as they were last season, though. So I say that's a big positive they can take. Yeah, yeah. And they got they, Palace this weekend, so you you'd think um, this week I should say. So you you wouldn't. I mean, Palace have not been good at all this year um, in certain games. So you think get another win there? Um, it, it thinking about Europa League. Villa should have gone down because of the goal the line. Yeah, are cool. And now they yeah. and now they're straight back. I think. They're quite close to the, the top or middle table, and they've got two games in hand. And this, they could they could have been in the championship. Do you know what I mean? Just battling out. Mm. If well, they yeah. win, if they win the two games in hand, they would be one point above Liverpool. They'd be fourth. Well, the other Villa. thing as well is that when Corona happened, they were bottom of the league, and their chairman was the one being like, "You cannot relegate us. If you relegate us." Uh, give Liverpool the title we will sue and it was just like all this and they're like mathematically we can still do it we've got games in hand da, da, da. so yeah to be talking about where they are now is just an amazing job uh, yeah, by Dean crazy. Smith yeah Ross Barkley's done done really good for him um, obviously Grealish he's Traore's done well as well phenomenal Traore, yeah. El Ghazi's been playing well once you know he's been making an impact and the I thing is, Ollie been... Watkins could have had loads more goals. Even though he's done well, he could have had probably easily like maybe five or six more goals. Um, yeah. Don't mention that name in front of Nathan. <laughs> do you know Do you know who's done absolute bits at uh, Villa? And it's got a bit under the radar. And I only know because of fantasy team. Um, Martinez from Arsenal. Yeah. He's been, he's, I think he's recruited the most points of fantasy team. Um, but he's looked, I think he was better than Leno when they brought Martinez in last season when Leno was out injured. And he's been fantastic for them. 
Um, yeah, he's been great. And I, th- I think they've gone for like dirt cheap as well, literally a couple million. Yeah. Don't no, no, Arsenal fans yeah. were disappointed when he went. Um, yeah. And the- yeah, but he was at Arsenal for how long? Like eight years, and he, he's barely got any game time. Yeah, didn't even see the pitch yeah. really. So it was it was a move for him that that he needed, I think. And fair play to him for like, uh, well, you know, get a lot more game time now and actually proving himself, which is good. Yeah, yeah. he's managed nine clean sheets for Villa and a that's second good. in the whole league. Only Edison's got ten, and that's just one more. So, you know, he's got two more clean sheets than McCarthy, who I think gets praised a lot um, for Southampton, but you know. Like I said, if Martinez keeps playing the way he is, and as well as the other players, they, I reckon they can see them pushing for top six towards the end if they carry on the way they are. We'll so if they, if, they, if they came top six based on who you gave as your top four last week, um, who's not going to be in the top six? Who did I give my top four? Uh, you gave United, City, United, City, United Liverpool, Liverpool, Leicester. Leicester. So now Arsenal. you're saying Villa... So, and Arsenal, you think, will be top six? No, I think Villa and <laughs> Spurs will be top six. Yeah, I reckon Chelsea and Arsenal will miss out on top six. Yeah, I think yeah, okay, that's fair. I'll sign off on that. Uh, right, so Pash has already said that he thinks that uh, Steve Bruce is going to go this week. Um, it was good we talk about who we think could be the next manager to get sacked um, or leave. Um, so I presume you don't think anyone's going to get sacked before Bruce. Do you, Pasha? No, I don't think so. I think Bruce is pretty much done. And like the hot seat for managers under pressure is changing all the time. Uh, obviously, we've had, Arte- we've had Oli, Arteta, Frank, um, and now Steve Bruce is sort of there. I think first in place at the at the moment, but I think it is going to be changing all the time. But uh, yeah, Steve Bruce gone already, hundred percent. Yeah, I think I, if I had a, if I had a bet on it, I'd, I'd say he'd be the next one to go. But I, I generally do think they'll keep him to the end of the season. So, so do you think he's going to go? I don't. It's like <laughs> if it's hard to say. Do you mean like I think in terms of my all? Yeah, I, I feel like he would be next to go logically. But I think they just keep him anyway. <laughs> I don't think they can. It's, it's bad. Take that. I don't think they can. They, 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 get, be, they look like they're going to get relegated already. And, you know, what, what do you do? You, you sort of sack a manager to try and get some type of new, new, you know, honeymoon period, new manager bounce, even if it's like a step in. Um, and I think they, they'll need that little lift just to, you know, I, they might not get relegated because the bottom three are so bad, like Sheffield. They're terrible. This season, yeah, Fulham picked uh, up a bit of form, but Newcastle, honestly, they're on the way down there. And that's why I think sacking him around this time, you know, halfway through the season could just get him a couple of wins and just keep him at their heads above water. I mean, mm. so you're saying Steve Bruce, but you're not saying Steve, Steve Bruce, Nate. Is that, is that your answer to <laughs> who you think the next manager is going to be? <laughs> No, I think he'd stay to the end of the season. I'm so, who, so ten pound on a manager? I know you're not a betting man. Who would you put? <laughs> That's what. <laughs> I'm not a good betting man. That's a problem. <laughs> who would you put? You got to put, you got to put ten pound on. You can't put ten pound on and then take it back. So, you got to put ten pound on a manager to go next. Who do you think's going? Oh, countdown! Where's the yeah. countdown music? 
the tenth. Okay, I'll go, I'll go Frank Lampard because I reckon it'd be better odds. I agree. <laughs> I put I put ten pound on on Frank Frank Lampard going. I think obviously Arteta, as I mentioned, he's he's close to it, but I think with the business he's trying to do this month with bringing in Odegaard and he's also linked to a couple of other players. I think mm. he's been given the freedom to try and improve a situation, whereas Lampard, I think he's all out of options. And he's I almost got feel like above him. Abramovich, he yeah, he's ruthless. Yeah, it's, that's that's what my thinking is behind this. Just because, like, the pressure of the Chelsea job is probably a lot more, it's a lot higher. Sorry, than oh, yeah. being in the Arsenal job. Arsenal fans know this shit I, at the moment. I suppose yeah. the question they're is, accepting it. I suppose the question is, does Frank's legendary status sit by more time than it already has? Because um, I, I think Chelsea fans, you are like proper Chelsea fans. I think they want him to stay. Yeah. they love Frank Lampard so much. They want him to stay. But um, Di Matteo won the Champions League and was a legend for Chelsea, and he was sacked. Yeah, in, he was sacked in September, October. True, but Frank's Fra- he, he's nothing on Frank though, is he? Frank's the, probably Chelsea. Him and John Terry, I think he's higher. John Terry probably Chelsea's biggest legend at the, ever at the club player. I know, yeah. but I, I just, yeah. I'm just saying that I think I don't think Abramovich will no, care. I think nah. for me, I think Frank Lampard will be gone. Um, I think. Like you're saying, if we're saying bold predictions with Steve Bruce, I think Frank Frank could go by the end of this week. He loses this week. If I think if he loses, I think if he draws this week, I think it, with Arteta, he's. I feel like he's been through the worst of it, and like the pressure that was on him. I feel like if Arsenal were going to pull the trigger, they would have done it. I feel yeah, like absolutely. I think Lampard's in that. I don't think he's hit quite hit the, the 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 issues that Arsenal were in, but I feel like one more bad game and they are there. And I then think again, they pull it. Then again. What you've seen from this season is if you do sort of weigh out a little bit, and I know Chelsea never do this, like with Oli, people were thinking, you know, Potter's coming now. You know, we got slapped by Spurs. But if you do give them a bit of time, you know, with this season, the way it goes, they can turn around a bit. Arteta, it looked like he was doing that, but now it looks like he might be sort of being a bit stale again. The issue with that is that Lampard is, is not a manager who has this record or this... You can go True. and say he's won this and won that as a manager. So it's like even if they got mm. through the season and come fifth um, with the players they have, do they trust him to actually implement a plan next year to be title challengers? And it's the money they spent as well. Yeah. Some, was it two hundred? Was it two hundred and fifty? Twenty. Two hundred twenty mil. You got yeah. It's a lot of money. <laughs> Bit of channel though. But uh, do, like with Lampard, do you think they? Obviously, just because he was a Chelsea legend, they brought him in. He didn't really have any pedigree in managing beforehand. I think he could have, you know, gone somewhere for you know somewhere like a smaller team. You know, like how Gerard's gone to. Rangers I was going to say Gerard's doing the right he sma- thing. He smashed it. Well, yeah. he's smashing it currently up at um, Rangers, and that does put him in poor position. And when Klopp does step down, the end of his contract, it is likely that Gerard will come in because he's he's had the time and practice with. Uh, do you mean like a team that's it's got? I wouldn't want to say it's actually so not you know as highly competitive as like somewhere like the Prem. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I th- like I said, I think if Lampard got a bit more experience and came in in two or three years' time, it'd be a different story. I think. But, he's, sort of, um, he's sort of cheated, isn't he? Do you know I mean it's, it's similar with Oli? Sometimes these players just sort of cheat their way to the top. Um, yeah. They haven't taken like the the long career manager path yeah where they've been like grinding out in Scotland you know Brendan Rodgers had to go back and do that you yeah. sort of sometimes need a, a, a step back to make to take a step forward um, with the managers yeah. and Brendan Rodgers is sort of like you know proven proven example of that 
Definitely. I think Lampard could do with more championship experience. Pushing for that promotion. Championship, really championship are. is hard, but that's where you learn the most, I think. I think yeah. There's a lot of managers. I know I'm going to use Graham Potter as a example, but obviously as a Swans fan, he came, he went from the Swans to Brighton, and obviously they're going a little bit through, through the motions at the moment. But you know, having that experience, and he did have it with Derby, but not enough. I don't think. I think there needed to be more for it to it, warrant it, a job like Chelsea. Didn't he bottle like promotion? Yeah, they, yeah, they lost in the playoffs, playoffs, didn't they? It's not like yeah, it's not like it. they um, it's not like they, they won the league, and they were like, oh, do you know? I think yeah. It's hard. That's they the lost the Leeds as well, didn't they? I think they lost the Leeds. Now they lost. Now they beat Leeds in the semis because there was the whole controversy uh, in the season, yeah, and then course. Derby got them over. But the issue as well with Frank is now that he's gone to Chelsea is like where he ends up after this is it's like does he go to a Championship club? Because that's that'll be hard for him um, yeah. to go to to, to to a club like Chelsea and then to have to go back down. Um, mm. I wouldn't. At, yeah, least, I, at least he'd be able to watch a striker that can actually finish. Like it'd be a nice, <laughs> be nice for him. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. But yeah, I think Lampard's next to go. And I agree. So that's three, three for Lampard, one for Steve Bruce. And we can <laughs> see alone. this time, next time, this time next week, we can see who's gone or who stayed. So yeah, last <laughs> week we talked about the players that we think uh, have got to go. Um, as it is the January transfer window. Um, and, you know, we have one week left to go of the window. It'd be nice to talk about maybe uh, moves we'd like to see join our clubs. Um, I mean, I'm not really going to talk about that because I take any player at Bourne. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just having a real talk about what we expect to maybe see in the next week movement-wise. A lot of gossip um, happening at the moment. And, yeah. Um, There's a lot of gossip, but not much movement. Yeah. Yeah. At the it's very, market. Uh, market, yeah. very stale at the moment. Obviously, the biggest one for the Premier League is uh, Odegaard yeah, to Arsenal. Um, and to be honest, I don't know how that's going to impact them. I don't they're, know they're what, just, enough about him as a player. Any type of creativity is, is a good thing at Arsenal at the moment because that's they've got nothing. They've literally got nothing. They've sorted out their defence a bit, but no... I think Odegaard c- could bring some freshness. I-, I would be lying if I said I watched him every every week. Yeah. <laughs> I think I watched one montage of him when he was fifteen. And, uh, <laughs> That's the last yeah. time I saw any play. <laughs> and I've been following his uh, his career very closely since. You got uh, an M- Eminem song over the top of it, like <laughs> yeah. lose yourself, um, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I think it's it can't. Go- I don't think it can go bad. You know, it's only for a couple of months. Yeah, it's, um, it's a really short one there, six months. Yeah, because there was summer. talk of him going yeah. there or back to Sociedad, which is where Real Madrid picked him up from, right? No. Yeah. Yeah, and he yeah, and no, the two clubs, two clubs that are into him. Um Yeah. I think it's almost done. Fabrizio has been saying it's like King. Yeah. When Fabrizio says it looks like it's definitely gonna happen. He's a number ten though, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no, I think yeah. <laughs> Attacking <laughs> I was gonna um, say, he, he didn't come from Real Sociedad. He went on loan to Sociedad from Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's what Jack said. Uh, that's what he said. That's where he came from. No, yeah, I thought he came from Sociedad. So. Did, he not, uh, did he not come he, from like Mold? Eh? Mold from no Norwegian no. club or something. He's yeah, Norwegian. He's he is Norwegian. He did come from Norwegian. He's, I'm not. He's, he's, I can try. He's Swedish, isn't he? No, he's he's Swedish. He's played with Latin on. No, the he's Latin Norwegian. Team. He's Norwegian. Plays a bit of Norwegian. 
But maybe he's, he's, maybe maybe he's Swedish and even I think he played. played. Oh yeah, there's played. the TikTok this week. I think he played for he, Norway. Norway's um, youngest ever player. I think he played when he was 15 or 16. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's Swedish. And he's doing <laughs> like, nice, nice pash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, guys, I've, had, I've loaned him on FIFA 18, 19. Guys, I told you I've been following his career since that montage on YouTube. He's... <laughs> <laughs> um, he kept, his first team was a team called Strom Godset. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't know. The <laughs> Godset, you know. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to watch him, but I just don't want another player to come into the Premier League that hasn't played before just to flop again. Like, in the past 18 months, yeah. apart from Jota, but Jota, the difference there was he came from internal Premier League. Apart from Bruno, I think everyone else has flopped. There hasn't been a massive impact signing. I don't know by flop. I think um, Bruno's been the biggest impact. I don't think anyone could doubt that. Like, obviously, the, the, the fortunes he managed to turn around. But, I mean, how would you how would you rate uh, James Rodriguez so far? Probably done Started well. Started off well. Yeah, I think I think he's done well. He's improved them. He's influential for him. So I wouldn't say that he's been a flop. Um, no, I think he's done well. He's, he was out injured for a bit, um, but yeah, when he first came in, it, it was nice to see. I've always liked him. He's got like a, a wand of a left foot, so it's just nice to see him in the prem. Spices things up a bit rather than watching Everton and the midfield is just a bit dry. We got you got James Rodriguez in there, so I'd actually yeah. watch Everton if they're on TV now. Arguably, though, he's still not their main star. He is technically in the terms of a, of a name, but he's not been their best performer. Calvert Lewin, isn't it? All day at the moment. Yeah, all day. So I, I, I like I, Alan as well, though. I think Alan's been a great signing for him. Yeah, Alan's been big. big um, but then you got players like Thomas Party, Hoiberg. Was he last summer? He has been. Yeah, he's been, he has unbelievable. been unbelievable. He's been Sorry. great. So that's quite a big one to for, for transfers to come in this season. I think it's the with how this conversation's gone far. It's like attacking players have been the biggest letdown. Um, yeah, uh, you look at uh, Bale um, hasn't really hit any heights at all. No, um, Bale's a weird he's been one. Injured most of the time, haven't he? Bale's a weird one. I think you know, yeah, he hasn't really been getting the game time, and he doesn't suit Jose's style. But you know what? If he turns up for five minutes. In the Carabao Cup final against City and bangs, bangs a free kick in, he's done what he'd be a, like. People be calling him a legend again, saying he's had yeah. a class season. One free kick, bring him on the last five minutes, bam, top corner. Yeah, the main reason why I like to see Bale come back was he's, you know, arguably going to get more game time for the Euro in preparation for the Euros. That's the, that's a big positive for me yeah, in terms of the Wales squad. Um, but I don't think he's played as much as I would have expected. Obviously, he's had a few knocks as well he's been injured he's had some minor injuries but you know with a player like Bale it's not as if it's a bad thing to have him around in, in your club do I mean like it's no, no I think as well you see him laughing and joking if you'd like to think that um, he's probably been very good for the dressing room um, even if he hasn't had the impact on the season yet but then like you've um, said Pash you, you wouldn't be surprised if the second half of the season he could you know if he helps, goal, if right? he helps Spurs have a title charge, which they're going to have, trust me, um, <laughs> then uh, you know, like you said, he could become a legend, especially if they win a cup. And it'll be he's already a legend, but he could become yeah. a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the more transfers, though, I think if I had to pick anything for United, I would like a backup right back. Mm, interesting. 
I would like because I think Wambasaka is being played out of his skin, and because of that, he's he has some worldy games, and then other times not quite to the standard that we'd want him to be. So I, I think to have more rotation like we've got on the left side would be beneficial for United. I would love to get a player like, you know, we've been linked to Upamecano. I think he'd be quality for us. I, I don't think that'll happen in January, though. No, we've, also been, we've also been linked, actually, to... Yeah, yeah, you said, isn't it? yeah that's, um, but he's, he's centre-back anyway. So. Yeah, he's centre-back. Yeah, but that I was thought, just... Oh, right, I thought you meant yeah, yeah. right back. Yeah, and again, he's... A, Big, like, strong bloke. That's the thing. I don't think we've been linked to a particular right-back, you know but I would like to see one. Who I'd like to see right-back, and I, I think it'd be an easy January um, buy, and I think it'd be it'd up Wan-Bissaka's game, and he'd be class. Lamptey. Lamptey, Lamptey yeah. Yeah, he, he looks great, man. I think he was at Chelsea, eight, maybe under-18's team, but he just looks good going forward. He looks decent going back as well. I think that'll be a class young player to bring in for cheap in January. Wambasaka looks it'd be it wouldn't be sort of breaking the bank, would it? Wambasaka looks like he's he's just too comfy at the moment. And we've seen like now with um with Luke Shaw with Telles in the in the team, it's he's upped his game just because he knows his competition, you know, he's got to put a shift in. So yeah, I would agree. Because we're we're not gonna get like a Sancho up in Mancano, are we, in January? No. But that, I yeah. think forwards wise, I, I wouldn't expect us to make anything else. Like we we signed up the young Uruguayan Palistri who I think is rumoured to go out on loan um, but we also got that Ahmed Diallo who's arrived now and there was rumours that he would be involved in today's game well lineups are coming out in half hour but I can't remember if he was included in the squad that was announced yesterday Pash. I don't know if you saw him in there that Diallo um, I, I think that we were talking about that he was going to but um, I think they pulled him from the squad now ah, right. but is, I, I think because we haven't seen him yet you know, he's got a lot of hype around him. And again, I don't want him to put so much pressure on him. But I think forwards-wise, I think Sancho's out of the picture. So summer-wise, I'd, I'd like I'd like to get Grealish, to be honest. I'd, I think Grealish, I'd like to hunt him down eventually. But I think for now, priorities, right back. And maybe a, a centre-back, a cheap one, if we can't get up a Meccano, just something to give the rotation options a bit more freedom. I think, I think. Um, with United... As well, forward-wise, Cavani has been great. Um, oh, incredible. I love but, it. But he is obviously like not a long-term fix. Um, Martial has been... I mean, I feel like the hype that when he was bought maybe four or five seasons ago now, it's, it's, it's almost like you are waiting for him to really... Last season his time must be great. close, you know? Yeah, last season was great. But I'm worried about... Martial will be one of those players where the next manager will sell him or something like that. And then he'll go on to another club and he'll be an absolute yeah, baller. Be he'll, baller go to, yeah. he'll go to Italian mm. league and he'll be like running for the Ballon d'Or or something stupid like that. Um, I, I speak about Cavani, he's very injury prone. So I, I don't think he's not going to be playing every game, but just looking at his movement and that, you could tell he's just another level compared he's, to... He's like he's a Giroud for me. Like he's, he's just a proper striker striker. Yeah. And I love having him on the squad. But obviously we've got him until the end of next season. And I'm going to be talking through my ass here, but I would love at the end of next season, if we are going to let go of Martial, especially to go for Haaland again, because obviously we were linked to him before. And I think if we got him when we were originally linked to him, because obviously there was all the talks between the link between him and Oli, I think we'd be running away at the moment because it's it's the final touches that we are lacking and, and the finishing when Cavani's Haaland, not playing. He's ice cold, Neil. But what I'm worried about, 
the same as sort of probably Nathan is. I, I'm worried Ireland's going to go to Liverpool with Dort, with um with Klopp with that um Dortmund connection. connection I mean, he's, yeah. he's basically you know their god over there. And if he just speaks to the board and says you know sort out a deal, I think Haaland would fit in Liverpool perfect as well. Would imagine Mane and uh, Salah next to him. Yeah, that'll be scary. I think any team that Haaland goes to, he's probably the best probably, up and coming striker. I'd be quite surprised if Bayern didn't go in for him because they love Robin Dortmund players, don't they? And Lewandowski on you know coming up to the end of his career. You say that and he's he's banging in more goals than he ever has. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's it's weird, isn't it? Like it's quite a few players now, but again, older of age, and they're still you know even playing better than what they did when they were younger. Like people like Zlatan, Zlatan's like still banging in goals for AC Milan. He's like 38. He's, he's currently top goal scorer in the in um, Serie A. So, and yeah, it's mad. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think. I think um, just last thing on United. I think the Sancho train's gone. Um, I don't know. We'll probably be linked to him again in the in the summer because that's what the media loves to do. But I don't think it will eventually get him. So, long term, I want to see Grealish and even Haaland. I'd love to see him come come to United. I think then, with some defensive support, we'd be in a good position. But that's just me wishing for the best, really. Mm. Um, I think for Liverpool, obviously, I, I, I don't know if they'll actually <clears throat> buy anything, but a centre-back is definitely worth investing in at the moment, especially if we're not going to be playing like the younger boys in that position. Klopp so, sort of said you're not going to get any signings, isn't he? He's, sort of he's pretty much hinted saying that we're not going to get anything. He's out in the board, which not many managers do, but he's in the... Obviously, a good position to do that, really, isn't he? Because he's just won Prem in the Champions League. But he's basically saying, the board's not getting me any players. Which yeah. is interesting. Because they definitely need to, centre-back-wise, if he was going to try and make a fight for the title this season. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. I think, just because, like I said, we've got... All, everyone's injury-prone. Injury you know, Matip's one tackle away from being out for a few weeks again. Gomez, he's, he's the same when he comes back. He, he'll perform and then... One bad tackle or muscle injury, he's out again for weeks and months. Van Dyke, obviously, freak accident in the match. That's that's his time. Hopefully, he'll be strong again when he comes back, and it won't cause him too many injury problems in future. But uh, yeah, you know, we're still playing Fabino at the back where we could do with him in midfield. Really, like we, we should ideally, like I said, get a centre back in now in somewhere to someone decent. Like I said. But how do we say Upa Menacano? Upa Menacano. Supposedly Bayern won him, though. When, when Bayern wants someone, they get him. So I think yeah. it, it looks like he's going to go there. It looks like um, Alaba is going to go Real Madrid. So these big centre backs, oh. they're going to be going to, I think they'll be get, going to be going to other clubs mm. pretty quick. You, you say that about um, Alaba, but I've been reading today that Barcelona are going in for him. They reckon they'll get him in summer as well as Sergio Aguero from the Prem, which would be... Oh, wow. Sure. But I, I, I don't get what with Barcelona would do that. You know, they got rid of Luis Suarez and I assumed at the time that that was mostly based on age or I don't attitude maybe with Ronald Cohen. And then, you know, Sergio Aguero is 32. Why, why would Barcelona be linked with him when Luis Suarez is only 34? Hmm. hmm. So that's again, it's some mad, mad shit at the moment, though, they? I, I think it, they just take whatever they can get because they're in so much financial trouble. So I think getting free signings of like quality players who've done it for years may as well do it just to steady the ship until they get a bit financially better they, again. They've been run worse than Man United. I think Man United have run pretty poor. They've, they're getting better in the last couple of years, but Barcelona, 
They, they've been run terrible. I mean, Dem, like the players they bought for like over 100 mil, Griezmann, Dembele, uh, Coutinho, none of them were worked out and they just <laughs> absolutely chucked money at them. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. Are there any other players rumoured into the Premier League in January? So, James Not is, into uh, the Prem. James, any uh, local farmers signing for Bolton? Uh, <laughs> uh, probably. Any spar cashiers? Um, I, 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 saw, I saw I saw a, a decent transfer today, sorry, uh, which would be interesting. I can't see it happening, but Ings potentially going to, um, I don't know why I said Everton or Leicester. I can't ever see him going to Everton, obviously, because he played for Liverpool. I don't think he'd do that, but no, it'd be interesting think. if he did go to Leicester. I can't be honest. I'm surprised that these bigger clubs are going in for him. I think he is a good player. He's, um, he's, he's, he's a great player, made, but he's made a wet tissue, isn't he? Yeah, he's made a glass, and that is part of him. So I don't see. I think though, I think I think he could go to a big club um, and be their reserve, the be their reserve striker. Um, but I think if he went to Leicester, he would be the the Vardy replacement. And because of what you're saying with the injuries, I don't know if he would be able to play that role. Um, I think. I've, it's interesting you said Leicester and Everton because I saw a rumour room linked with Spurs this weekend. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Which, I don't know, I don't think that will happen this January, maybe in the summer, but... Because Tottenham will be, have, again, much game time with, well, with Kane and Vinicius in the well, squad. That's what I mean. I don't think... I think right now they don't need a backup striker, but they might... Um, Vicencius and Bale are only on loan, so they might need some forwards mm-hmm. um, True. In, in for next season. But... Obviously, Kane's going to be starting every game, um, without doubt. Um, if I was Ings, I'd stay at Southampton. Stay at Southampton for a bit. You know, he's, he's no longer been there, is he? And he's doing really well. Southampton, it's not like they're, they're you know, they're, they're in the runnings of things. They're quite high up on the table for them. Ten, can, yeah, currently ten. I think, I think as a player though, up. as a player though, you want to win, um, you yeah. want to win as much as you can. And he's he at that age, at that age where he needs to go in the next. If not this, like in this summer, it would have to be next summer, but that might be too late because he'd be touching 30. Getting so on a bit, I think, you know, you need, I think as a player, it's very easy for us to be like, oh, you're scoring goals, you're getting paid all right. But I think um, he, he's going to want to win stuff. And if a club does come in for him, um, I could see him going to Leicester. I think that'd be a really good move. But like, like uh, Jack says, the injuries is the problem with Danny Ings because this is. Because he's still, he's even been injured this season, and this has been like one of his most consistent seasons. But he still missed games. Been uh, better recovery though, like whereas he had long term injuries at Liverpool with with Southampton. He has had some injuries since he's been back there, but he's been quite quick to recover these days. So I don't know if that's just, I don't know what they're doing different. Maybe just help Southampton just got better medical. Maybe the Liverpool, or just maybe the injury that he did have. Uh, pre-existing with Liverpool has just gone away and it's just smaller and you know, muscle injuries or something like that. Yeah. Okay, was there any other transfers that we wanted to get into? I think that's pretty sweet. All right, well, yeah. I think we've talked yeah, about so a, lot of, a lot of a few things. I think it, we couldn't do this um, second episode without mentioning that... Um, Nathan Aki does not count. He's not an English player, but, <laughs> but he is. My point from the first episode was that he qualifies as an. Well, my point was making that City sign wants like to sign players who qualify for the quota. Just, just Nathan Aki was brought through the. It was brought through the, the Chelsea academy, so he does count as that. 
That's all I have to say on the matter. Yes. Jack, I look forward to you clipping this bit up. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I quoted you, Tez. You said Man City love signing bang average English players. Yes, and he's not English, but he, what I meant. <laughs> but in the sentence before, in the sentence before, I said they just they like to meet the quota. And Patrick's laughing like, "Oh, J- James, you make such good points." And um, I've so, yeah. just realised over the guards. I just I just realised over the guards. Yeah, he's, he's not Swedish. He's he's not Swedish. Swedish. I know. I just, I'm, sure, I'm sure I've seen him play with Slatan. I don't know if that was just in my dreams or what was going on. <laughs> But he's really going like a geography lesson or something, or just research yeah. where these people are from. Well, at least you said it. Well, 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 I was gonna say while we're uh, going back on things that were said last week, I'm just gonna fucking put it out there as well. Uh, Urzel still hasn't been confirmed for fair. Yes, yeah, yes. You haven't fucking been, been confirmed. confirmed. It's gonna be yes. confirmed on Monday, and what it, they? It can, well, that's tomorrow actually. Right, transfer news live on 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 Twitter. Arsenal have confirmed midfielder Meza Urzel has now left the club. I'll when, be was when was that? An, an, an hour when was that? An hour ago. Ah well, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so I stand by it. So we, hey, these are just things to improve on. Do you know I mean we're not going to? Hey, we're gonna. We're just learning as we go, and we're going to keep learning. Um, make sure you stay tuned in. Um, fo- subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Spotify, Twitter, Instagram. Get on TikTok. Um, we're TikTok stars. Uh, well, Jack is definitely not <laughs> Pasha. And uh, yeah, uh, this has been the Top Four Podcast. Uh, Leave us a like and a comment and uh, we'll be here very, very soon again. Nice one, boys. Peace. Peace.